You're on the Danny and Kate show. So everyone's like, oh, being single is so amazing. Oh, I can do whatever I want whenever I want. I'm single. Yay. Hooray for me. Until a recession hits. And then they're like, boy, this single thing's pretty expensive. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can afford an apartment by myself. I need a roommate. Uh, I need a roommate. I need a friend. I need something else. I need a significant other. So just out of curiosity, one 516 9981 what's the most expensive thing about being single? What do you think? You were never really single that long, so. Neither were you. I have no idea. What is it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I said something, and then you said it really quick back to me, like you were. Neither were you. But I said it first, like mine was a fact. So is mine. Neither were you. I was single for a very long time. What? Okay, well then what constitutes as a very long time for you is really not on par with other people's I did, definition I of did that word. I did so much in that nine months. It wasn't even nine months. Felt like It was it five. Felt like 15 years. I got so much done in that five months as a single guy. It was like, I had to settle down. I was like, man, if this is going to be my life, I'm full speed ahead right here. I got to set, I got... I got to slow this train down. That's a lie. You told me you were sad and lonely and you you were tired of dating around. But we can, hey, we but can why play you, that. Why you, why you got to say all that stuff? We're why on, why you got to act like it? you're, it's a you're too cool? Show. You're too cool. I'm trying to impress our friends. We have you're new affiliates. Cool. We have new affiliates in South Dakota. We you new were, affiliates in you North Carolina. You single in over a decade. And they don't know any of so this. So what does that even matter? And we're married who are you trying to be cool for? Everybody. I'm trying to be cool for myself. That, 10 years ago when you were single for a few months? What's the most expensive thing about being single? one 516 You about to find nine, out. 981. Well, yeah, I mean, it's five months a lifetime apparently, so who knows? Let's go to line number one. Hello, what are you thinking on this? Yeah, I'd say the most expensive thing about being single is having to pay for my own meals and drinks. Like when I had a boyfriend, I didn't have to pay for anything. He paid for everything every time we'd go out. So now I'm basically my own sugar mama. It's pretty sexist, ma'am. I appreciate you calling in, but we live in an equal society. So shouldn't be dependent on someone else buying you stuff. She's not. She just said it was far more expensive when (laughs) her boyfriend wasn't paying for stuff. Are you okay with guys buying women like their food and their drinks when they're not married? Are you okay with the type of world she's painting? Where where she's dating and, and a man offers to buy her a meal? I have no but Why Why would, why would that, that happen? Why wouldn't a woman buy the meal? I don't understand. Nobody, so the, nobody said she never bought a meal. She was pretty happy about not paying for it. So I'm just going to assume that that didn't happen too often. Her, her little happy train wasn't like, oh, I loved buying him things. It was, he bought me stuff. People enjoy different, like, what do they call it? Like love languages. Some people enjoy being taken care of. And there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. And some uh, people enjoy taking care of other people. Yeah, not this guy. It's Danny and Kate. It's the Danny and Kate show. So we're going to talk about things that cashiers definitely judge you for buying. And you've probably gone through the checkout line and thought, they're totally going to judge me for this. Maybe you're a, a young woman trying to buy 10 frozen pizzas, but it's for a party or a middle-aged guy trying to purchase a BTS album at a hip indie store. 
I mean, who knows the reasons? There's various reasons why they could look at you and go, really? I always wonder that when I buy candy. I'm like, no, I'm buying for like a whole family. Sure you are. Sure you are. No, no, really. It's okay. You're fat. I get it. No, no, no. I don't need two bags of M&Ms, nerd clusters, and a half pint of whatever ice cream my wife sent me for. Okay, bud. Enjoy. Damn it. I don't worry about it at all. I always worry about it. Of course, uh, most of the time, cashiers are too busy or jaded to notice, but occasionally they do. There's a thread online where cashiers are talking about purchases they have judged people for buying. So here it is, a list of the things that they are definitely judging you for buying together. Number one on that list. Uh, parents who will buy booze or cigarettes, but then tell their kids to put bottles of juice or candy back. Ah, uh, yes. One cashier said a young male customer was once buying various junk food and children's flu medicine. And when the total came up short, he put the medicine back. Come on. That's uh, no wonder they noticed that. Mm. Really? Really? That's weird. We have lottery tickets on the list, especially when people blow through like, you know, more money than the cashier makes in a couple of minutes. On the mm. counter. Yeah. Uh, also on the list was expensive premium bottled water. Not just because it's arguably a waste of money, but because there's a lot of plastic waste. Um, I'm that sorry. Goes into that. No, no, no. Water all tastes different. I agree with and that. And I have preferences about yeah. what I drink. I, I'm not, I'm, I didn't make the list up, babe. Mm -hmm. Don't get mad at me. Don't shoot the messenger on this one. You look pretty today. I love you. That was unnecessary. No, I'm just saying, you look pretty today. I love you. Yeah, but it had nothing to do with what we're talking about. Nope. I just felt you getting a little mad. And I just wanted to nip that in the bud right there. Nip that in the old bud. A cashier at a pet store said they've judged people who buy a pet and the cheapest, trashiest food there is. Oh. Well, why does your store sell the cheapest, trashiest food there is? Hey, I'm if judging you. You're judging me. I'm judging you. It's all an option. Like we're supposed to buy the most expensive pet food in the store? Yeah. Just because we have an animal? Because you have more expensive food? I mean, why are you selling that there then? A uh, worker at a movie theater said they would judge people who'd bring their kids into rated R movies, right? Like bringing a seven-year-old to see Deadpool. I'm, I'm with you on that one. I feel uncomfortable if I go to see an adult movie and I see children in there. Yeah. I'm like, who are you? You couldn't find a babysitter? It's ridiculous. Anyway, that's it. That's what we got. We'll take a little break and come back. It's Danny and Kate. You're on the Danny and Kate show. So there's this new thing online called the Sunday Scaries. So what is that? If you had the Sunday Scaries on Sunday, that's when you're worried or anxious about the new week coming up. It usually starts midday on Sunday and builds into a plateau of Sunday evening Sunday Scaries. So you mean normal life where you have to give it a weird funky title? Mm-hmm. Have you ever had I don't want to work on Monday feeling? We'll call it Monday don't want to work feeling. Isn't that just Monday? Yeah, it's everyone feels. But followed up by what the hell? It's still Wednesday? <laughs> That's a horrible feeling. <laughs> I don't know. So if you're someone who gets the Sunday scaries a lot, here are three things. Oh, great. Here are three things that yeah. could help you feel better. And I'm sure none of these, sure none of these are helpful, but here you go. 
thing number one that's going to help get rid of this mental debilitating Sunday scary. Sunday scary, yeah. yeah. Mental illness that I have. They said, don't leave half-finished tasks for Monday, saying you're more likely to have work anxiety mm -hmm. over the weekend if yes. you've left something unfinished on Friday. So tie up your loose ends and don't leave things half done for Monday morning. Yeah. Nah, that doesn't bother me. Friday, I want to get the hell out of there. I don't mind doing it on Monday. Yeah, That's I don't care. I mean. it gives me something to do on Monday. Number two. Uh, they said positive anticipation. Another thing that causes anxiety is the dreading of things that you about your job that you hate. What is going on with these people? <laughs> so combat that by planning to look forward to something. Like meeting a friend for lunch on Wednesday. Or hitting a movie after work. So we're just going to pretend that the work doesn't exist. Because yeah. that gives us anxiety. So instead we're going to focus on the things we're doing other than work. That's a great, that's a great thing. You mean the thing everybody does? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just going to pretend that I'm only doing this to pay my bills. That's what I'm going to pretend. And then I'm going to go to work and then I'm going to go pay my bills. <laughs> That's what I think about. That's my thought process. And the final stupid thing they have for you mm -hmm. is to write it down. Yeah, it's always better when you write stuff If you down. can't pinpoint why you're nervous on Sundays, then oh. start a journal. Yeah, a little Sunday a little Or Sunday record journal. yourself talking about it, because that's not crazy. Yeah, a little Sunday journal. Talk about it to your friends on social media. I'm sure it's, it's all normal stuff. Or I'm just going to toss this out there. Or grow up. Okay? It's called a job. It's, or, not called, it's not called a fun. Or It's called work. If you hate your job that much that it's giving you anxiety on Sunday for the following week... Maybe you need a new job. That's okay, too. Yeah, be done with it. Go find a different job. You are you shouldn't be so worked up the day before your work week that you're having literal anxiety for Don't it. And if it. you are, uh -huh. you need to find a different job because that job doesn't fit you. doesn't fit you at all. It's a ridiculous job. Anyway, there we go. We got rid of our Sunday imaginary scaries. <laughs> it's really just a bad job. You can eliminate all this by just getting a new job. Mm -hmm. We'll be back in a few. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. That's it for us. We're almost out of here. But before we go, we like to give you some good news. Something that'll fill your belly for the rest of the day of that warm, gooey goodness that is known as happy. Maybe a little happy feeling. So here it is. Um, Chicago high school students are attempting a world record by making a massive Ukrainian flag made out of cereal boxes. We decided to go with Corn Pops and Rice Krispies. We wanted to come together as a community to raise awareness and support people of Ukraine. We thought it would take a couple of days and ended up taking only a couple hours, which was great. It means a lot because after everything that's going on with Ukraine right now, it's really important that people are spreading awareness. It's awesome. You know this was a trick. They're like, we're out of Corn Pops again, Mom. I'm not buying any more of those Corn Pops. And then he looks at his brother and goes, I got this idea of how mom could buy like 17,000 boxes of corn pops. And he's like, there's no way, man. You're never going to get mom to buy any more corn pops. And he's like, mom, we need corn pops because we're going to raise awareness for the war in Ukraine and make them flag out of the boxes. That's sweet, honey. How many do you need? About 7,000. All right. And we can't let the insides go bad, so we'll just keep it all here. Thanks, mom. Bring me some meatloaf. <laughs> so this next story is one of those stories where I'm questioning why it's in our good news news section. Mm -hmm. I'll, 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 I can cipher this stuff out, so I'll tell you why. Go ahead. 
Well, I, I can tell you what the good news part of the story is, but the whole thing is not good news. A family of four was rescued. So there there's your good part. They were uh-huh. rescued. They were rescued. After being lost <clears throat> for two freaking days in the Australian outback with zero cell service, and they got lost and then stuck because they're idiots, and Google Maps told them to turn down a dirt road, and they didn't even question it. Mm-hmm. So this is a good story. They it's got, not a good story. No, a bad story would be that scenario and they all died. No, they're just idiots. It's not a good story. They you, all live. You are lucky that rescuers found you and you're idiots. Mm. It's safe to say that that family wasn't having a good day, mate. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew it. I knew that was coming. <laughs> when they discovered him, police said they said, Crikey, that's not a knife. This is a knife. Should have chose a different story. <laughs> Never choose anything that can involve accents in any way, shape, or form. When they asked him no, if no. they were still hungry, they said, throw another shrimp on the bar. That's not even an Australian phrase. That was literally made up for an Outback commercial. They don't say that. <laughs> Are you done? Are you thirsty? No. What do you have? Foster's. It's Australian for beer. <laughs> that was a great story, babe. That one's that one's gonna tickle me all day. Thanks for that. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Bye. Portions of the show is pre-recorded. Danny and Kate are back on the radio. That's why they get up in the morning. Sit back and relax. They will entertain you for the next four hours. It's Danny and Kate, and the show starts now. You're on the Danny and Kate show. What's good, everybody? Thanks for being with us today. I hope you're enjoying your Taco Tuesday for what it's supposed to be. A day where you don't have to worry about what's for dinner because it's always tacos. What do you want for dinner? It's Taco Tuesday. We can't have this argument tonight. Just like we can't have this argument on Pizza Fridays. <laughs> kind of over Pizza Fridays. And, and What? Wow, what's happening over there what with are, your Surrey? That sounded really inappropriate. Why is this one with few desires? That's what she just told me. I hit the button on accident, and this is what I told Siri. Do you want... This is what she thinks I said to her. Oh, okay. Do you want for dinner Taco Tuesday? We can't have his argument tonight. Just like we can't have this argument on Pizza Fridays. And she responded with, why is this one with few desires? What does that mean? That's an unnecessary comment, lady. I think she's hitting on me. (laughs) Siri, I do declare, Siri. Woo, I'm catching the southern wind. Your watch is always interjecting during the show. It does interject a lot. And I think she loves me. I think she loves me. Speaking of uh, random uh, people uh, judging you, today on the show, we're going to talk about purchases that you make at a grocery store that cashiers might judge you for buying. Mm. I, and I, I just assume they do, so I hope that they are. Ah. I mean, they're human. We're going to talk about the newest stupid phrase on the internet, the Sunday scaries, and how to get rid of them. We also have celebrities and what they bought with their first Big paychecks. Nice. And after 22 years and 120 court hearings, a guy finally got a 25 cent refund. 
It sounds like Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory really wanted that refund. It's the principle of the matter uh-huh, at that point. It's the principle. It's what I wanted. So we'll talk about all that coming up. It's Danny and Kate. It's the Danny and Kate show. So we're going to talk about things that cashiers definitely judge you for buying. And you've probably gone through the checkout line and thought, they're totally going to judge me for this. Maybe you're a, a young woman trying to buy 10 frozen pizzas, but it's for a party. Or a middle-aged guy trying to purchase a BTS album at a hip indie store. I mean, who knows the reasons? There's various reasons why they could look at you and go, really? I always wonder that when I buy candy. I'm like, no, I'm buying for like a whole family. Sure you are. Sure you are. No, no, really. It's okay. You're fat. I get it. No, no, no. I don't need two bags of M&Ms, nerd clusters, and a half pint of whatever ice cream my wife sent me for. Okay, bud. Enjoy. Damn it. I don't worry about it at all. I always worry about it. Of course, uh, most of the time, cashiers are too busy or jaded to notice, but occasionally they do. There's a thread online where cashiers are talking about purchases they have judged people for buying. So here it is, a list of the things that they are definitely judging you for buying together. Number one on that list. Uh, Parents who will buy booze or cigarettes, but then tell their kids to put bottles of juice or candy back. Ah, yes. One cashier said a young male customer was once buying various junk food and children's flu medicine. And when the total came up short, he put the medicine back. Come on. That's uh, no wonder they noticed that. Mm. Really? Really? That's weird. We have lottery tickets on the list, especially when people blow through, like, you know, more money than the cashier makes in a couple of minutes on Mm. the counter. Yeah. Uh, Also on the list was expensive premium bottled water. Not just because it's arguably a waste of money, but because there's a lot of plastic waste. Um, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Water all tastes different. I agree with and that. And I have preferences about right. what I drink. I, I'm not, I'm, I didn't make the list up, babe. Mm-hmm. Don't get mad at me. Don't shoot the messenger on this one. You look pretty today. I love you. That was unnecessary. No, I'm just saying you look pretty today. I love you. Yeah, but it had nothing to do with what we're talking about. Nope. I just felt you getting a little mad and I just wanted to nip that in the bud right there. That in the old bud. A cashier at a pet store said they've judged people who buy a pet and the cheapest, trashiest food there is. Well, why does your store sell the cheapest, trashiest food there is? Hey, I'm judging you. You judging me? I'm judging you. It's all an option. Like, we're supposed to buy the most expensive pet food in the store? Yeah. Just because we have an animal? Because you have more expensive food? I mean, why are you selling that there then? A worker at a movie theater said they would judge people who'd bring their kids into rated R movies, right? Like bringing a seven-year-old to see Deadpool. I'm, I'm with you on that one. I feel uncomfortable if I go to see an adult movie and I see children in there. Yeah. I'm like, who are you? You couldn't find a babysitter? It's ridiculous. Anyway, that's it. That's what we got. We'll take a little break and come back. It's Danny and Kate. You're on the Danny and Kate show. So there's this new thing online called the Sunday Scaries. So what is that? If you had the Sunday Scaries on Sunday, that's when you're worried or anxious about the new week coming up. It usually starts midday on Sunday and builds into a plateau of Sunday evening Sunday Scaries. So you mean normal life where you have to give it a 
weird funky title name. Mm-hmm. Hey, have you ever had I don't want to work on Monday feeling? We'll call it Monday don't want to work feeling. Isn't that just Monday? Yeah, it's everyone feels. But followed up by what the hell? It's still Wednesday. <laughs> That's a horrible feeling. <laughs> I don't know. So if you're someone who gets the Sunday scaries a lot, here are three things. Oh, great. Here are three things that could help you feel better. And I'm sure none of these, sure none of these are helpful, but here you go. Thing number one, that's going to help get rid of this mental debilitating Sunday scary Sunday scary. Yeah. yeah, Mental illness that I have. They said, don't leave half finished tasks for Monday saying you're more likely to have work anxiety Mm -hmm. over the weekend. If you've left something unfinished on Friday. So tie up your loose ends. And don't leave things half done for Monday morning. Yeah. Nah, that doesn't bother me. Friday, I want to get the hell out of there. I don't mind doing it on Monday. Yeah, I don't care. Gives me something to do on Monday. Number two, uh, they said positive anticipation. Another thing that causes anxiety is the dreading of things about your job that you hate. What is going on with these people? (laughs) So combat that by planning to look forward to something. Like meeting a friend for lunch on Wednesday. Or hitting a movie after work. So we're just going to pretend that the work doesn't exist because yeah. that gives us anxiety. So instead, we're going to focus on the things we're doing other than work. That's a great, that's a great thing. You mean the thing everybody does? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just going to pretend that I'm only doing this to pay my bills. <laughs> that's what I'm going to pretend. And then I'm going to go to work and then I'm going to go pay my bills. <laughs> that's what I think about. That's my thought process. And the final stupid thing they have for you mm-hmm. is to write it down. Yeah, it's always better when you write stuff If you down. can't pinpoint why you're nervous on Sundays, then yep. start a journal. Yeah, a little Sunday a little Or Sunday record journal. yourself talking about it, because that's not crazy. Yeah, a little Sunday journal. Talk about it to your friends on social media. I'm sure this is all normal stuff. Or, I'm just going to toss this out there, or grow up. Okay? It's called a job. It's or, not called a, it's not called a fun. Or it's called work. If you hate your job that much that it's giving you anxiety on Sunday for the following week, maybe you need a new job. That's okay too. Yeah, be done with it. Go find a different job. You're you shouldn't be so worked up the day before your work week that you're having literal anxiety for Don't it. And if it. you are, uh-huh. you need to find a different job because that job doesn't fit you. Doesn't fit you at all. It's a ridiculous job. Anyway, there we go. We got rid of our Sunday imaginary scaries. <laughs> it's really just a bad job. You can eliminate all this by just getting a new job. We'll be back in a few. It's Danny and Kate. Stupid people are everywhere. Oh, it's even more stupid than you could possibly imagine. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. That sounds stupid. That's just stupid. Here's Danny and Kate's stupidest person of the day. That's really stupid, right? Well, you know, it's not every day I, I see stories of divine intervention, uh, when, including stupid people but every now and then you get a story like this that lets you know yes god does act in mysterious ways and sometimes he intervenes with nasty punishments for people that are doing horrible things and that's exactly what happened for a guy who broke into one of the houses of the lord yeah a 28 year old named grant Simonson was caught breaking into a church of nazarene in deer park washington earlier this month simonson what is it? Simonson. 
Oh, Caden Simmonson. Was that really <laughs> important? We got through that whole part of it, and you're like, nah. It's just really Maybe fun. Maybe Grant's listening right now. To hear you pronounce I don't, names. I can't pronounce anything. Does Honestly, that really pertain you take us to on a what journey. we're talking about? Every time you talk about a stranger, and yes. I really enjoy it, because I never know where which way we're going to go with the word. No. Is it going to go phonetic? Sim- is it going to go what it looks like it should be, and it is? That's right. I said Simmonson. Sure you did. You don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's Simonson. How do you know? You know Grant? You don't know Grant? So the caller said that the guy had a flashlight and seemed to be looking for audio equipment and he was wearing a mask, but considering the circumstance, probably wasn't, you know, a a health precaution. The police arrived and caught him. He did obey police orders, but while he was being arrested, a skunk jumped into an open window and sprayed him. He was taken into custody and charged... With second degree, I can never say that word. Burglary. Yeah, there it is. He reportedly told the authorities he was in the church because he was just curious. So I don't, I don't know if they tried to cure the skunk smell in the jail. But I don't. It's horrible for those poor police officers. It's horrible for the other people. Everyone. Uh, you mean we got to put him in our car? Just put him in solitary. No, I'm driving <laughs> with the windows down on that one. I'll walk. You can take him. You're the. Re- <laughs> it's your first year on the force. I'm not going. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. We are walking to the police I'm staying station. Staying right here at the church. I'm switching professions. Anyway, there it is. A little divine inf- uh, intervention. Mm. God sent that skunk there to spray him. There Karma. it is. That'll make you remember something. We'll be back in a few. It's Danny and Kate. What happened last night on the late night talk shows? West and Jimmy Kimmel decided to squash their feud last night. Danny and Kate don't know. They were asleep. Oh, man. Talk about a freak show. So let's play it back. We're talking about the fun he's having on his show. It's the Late Show Recap with Danny and Kate. Well, the Late Shows were off last night. But over the weekend, we did hear last week tonight with John Oliver. He talked about the one-year anniversary of withdrawing from Afghanistan. All of us got that wrong. There's no question about it. Uh, That was a swing and a miss on the intel assessment of 11 days in August. There's nobody that called that. Yeah, that's about right. Swing and a miss describes roughly 40% of the U.S. government's history. The breakdown of stuff we've done goes something like this. 40% swing and a miss. 20% beefed it. 50% whoops. 50% whoops parentheses murders. And 10% delivered most, but not all, of the mail. Yeah, here he is talking about the uh, search at Mar-a-Lago. As I'm sure you know by now, on Monday, the FBI searched Mar-a-Lago and seized documents, something that Trump reacted to with characteristic restraint. Mr. Trump said Mar-a-Lago was under siege, raided, and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. Adding, they even broke into my safe. No, not your safe. Yeah, amazingly, it turns out the FBI even checks your locked safes when they go through your home with a search warrant. The only way around that is if your safe says no FBI allowed on it, then legally they can't look in there. That's it. That's what we got. We'll be back in a few. It's Danny and Kate. If it's on the internet, it must be true! Celebrities are rich. Paparazzi's with their cameras. Good looking and better than us. Kind of nice having so much to celebrate. It's time for Celebrity Dirt, only on the Danny and Kate Show. New VMA performers announced from the Entertainment Tonight Newsroom in Hollywood. I'm Kevin Frazier. Lizzo, Blackpink, and Jack Harlow will perform at this year's MTV Video Music Awards. They'll join previously announced performers Jay Balvin, Kane Brown, and Nicki Minaj. The ceremony airs August 28th on MTV. 
Carlos Santana is back on the road after collapsing on stage in Michigan last month. Over the weekend, the 75-year-old guitar legend played shows in New York and Connecticut. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, Oscar winner Jennifer Lawrence is 32, singer Joe Jonas is 33, and which actor has two non-acting Oscars, one for Goodwill Hunting and the other for Argo? That would be Ben Affleck, who today turns 50. And we'll have all the latest celebrity news on the next E.T. This report brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Customize your car and home insurance. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier. Well, thank you so much, Kevin. It's Danny and Kate. It's the Danny and Kate show. So if you ever got a large amount of money, we're talking lottery rich. What would you do with your money? And it's kind of fun because we don't know too many people that have won the lottery, but we do know some people who are become famous actors. And they're almost like lottery winners because they get absurd amount of money for doing nothing but being really good liars. Or I should say pretending to be really good liars because who, who really knows they're acting i mean who knows either way could go <laughs> so unless you're uh super disciplined the first thing you do with the first big paycheck i guess from celebrities is buy something something that's usually big sometimes it's not so we have a list of 12 people who uh this is what they did with their first big check this was them balling this was them getting crazy well no the, i mean it's crazy for obviously they had no money before. Yeah. So uh, first up, we got America Friera. She is a, a girl actor, Tris, who's been in shows such as starring America Friera. Ferreira. That's what I said. Her. Uh huh. First thing she bought was a used 2000 Mitsubishi Mirage for $12,000. Didn't your mom have one of those for sale once? Mm, no. It's close. It's close to a Mirage. Uh, also on the list, Donald Glover. He bought Gushers. <laughs> he said, quote, I wasn't allowed to have the candy as a kid. So I was like, you know what? That's it. I'm putting it right in my mouth. Huh. Carrie Washington bought her first laptop. Oh, there you go. Jennifer Lopez bought a Mercedes. That's about more of my style. Mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman, quote, the coolest boot she'd ever seen in her life. She also got her mom and dad a washing machine. That's pretty cool. Tiffany Haddish got a big box of Snickers, lollipops, Jolly Rancher sticks, blow pops, and corn nuts. She said her first check was $120. Uh, yeah. Brad Pitt, uh, a period craftsman chair, and a Frank Lloyd Wright wannabe lamp. Ah, Tom Cruise, this is probably more expensive, got his a paid his sister's college tuition. With his following check, he bought his other sister a car. Nice. It's good to be related to Tom Cruise, isn't it? Right. Uh, Lakeith Stanford and Isaiah Ray each bought themselves a Tesla. Isa Ray. That's what I said. Isa. Is it Isa Isa or Isa? I don't know. You're the one that wants to make fun of me for saying that. It's not Isaiah. I didn't say Isaiah. You did say Isaiah. That's why I made fun of you. Could have been Isaiah. (laughs) Who knows how they pronounce it? I have no idea. Lil Nas X took his family bowling. Nice. Why'd you miss that one? Remy Malik. Why'd you, why'd you pass up Rami Malik? I don't know. I was just reading. Uh-huh. I looked at you. Because you, you, you don't want to say the hard names. You leave them up to me to look stupid. Rami Malik, uh, personal espresso machine. What? I thought they're all personal espresso machines. What does a non-personal espresso machine look like? Starbucks. Well, then if you're rich, you should buy one of those bad boys. Everybody gets a K-cup machine. Come on, Rami. Dream bigger than that, baby. Get yourself a Starbucks machine. 
And finally on the list, Brie Larson got a blue electric guitar. That's it. That's the good stuff. We'll be back in just a couple. It's Danny and Kate. You're on the Danny and Kate show. So have you ever done something really petty? Like you didn't have to do it, but you just did it. You did it because you know what? I'll be darned if I'm not right. Petty, total petty. Sometimes people hide behind it's the principle of it. And well, that's exactly what this guy did. Uh, He uttered the phrase, I don't care about money. It's the principle of it. And a 66-year-old lawyer in India just won a lawsuit he filed 22 years ago. And the amount of money he was fighting over was a quarter, 25 cents. Back in 1999, he bought two train tickets for a short trip through northern India. Combined, it only cost seven rupees or about 88 cents. So he gave the train station cashier a hundred rupee note and they shortchanged him. He only got 10 back. They should have given him 30. When he told the cashier, they refused to give him the rest. So he sued the train company for 20 or 25 cents. So over the past 22 years, he's gone to court. 120 court hearings over Mm. this thing. Even his family has begged him to drop this, but he didn't, and a judge finally ruled in his favor, and the company now has to pay him 25 cents plus 12% interest a year, so $3.03. He actually did a little better than that. The judge also ordered the company to pay him an extra $188 in fines, so he really is getting like 190 bucks. Wow. So we snack like we didn't hear that phone. In the background? No. Nope. You heard nothing. <laughs> I haven't heard that noise you in so many years. heard nothing. I didn't hear anything. No. Nope. No. Nope. Look, we got this stupid cat in our house. <laughs> and every now and then, it gets all crazy and runs around the house. And for some reason, it ran in the middle of our break while we're doing live radio. Studio cat. And just knocked over the phone, jumping up in the thing. Now she's in the blinds. Yeah, it's not, people are like, oh, own a cat, it's fun. It's not fun. It's it's nonstop. It's like you have a little cat demon It's like having another adult living in the house that doesn't pay rent because it does what it wants. Yeah. It only hangs out with you when it wants to. Mm -hmm. Doesn't care. Doesn't participate Mm -mm. in family things. Talking about. Only wants to be spoken to when they want to speak to you. That's what I'm saying. It's like having a roommate. Cats are roommates. The door gets left open. That wasn't me. It wasn't me. We're going to take a little break and we're going to get uh, the cat to go somewhere else. <laughs> Stick around. It's Danny and Kate. It's the Danny and Kate show. So a couple of birthdays today. Celebrity birthdays. Oh. Are you prepared? We're going to play a game called Over Under. I'm going to give you a celebrity and you're going to tell me if you think they are older or under than 60 years old. Okay. Uh, Madonna, happy birthday to Madonna. She's a singer, if you don't know. She's over. Over? Ding, 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 ding. Yes, 64 years old. Steve Carell, he's an actor. He was Michael Scott in The Office. He gave us laughs in other films. The 40-year-old virgin anchorman. Steve Carell is over or under 60 years old? Under. He's 60, so he's officially 60, I guess over 60. Mm. In a couple days. Uh, the director of the acclaimed films like Titanic, Aliens, and Avatar, James Cameron. Is he over or under 60 years old? Under? And 68 years old. So is everybody over? This whole list has been over. Mm-mm. Cameron Monaghan, 
actor. He's best known as Ian Gallagher in the hit Showtime series Shameless. I don't. I don't know. Okay, twenty nine years old. I guess I don't know. I don't know who that is. Uh, and finally, uh, Angela Bassett, actress. She uh, starred in uh, Waiting to Exhale. She played Tina Turner in What's Love Got to Do With It. Plays the mom in Black Panther. Angela Bassett, over or under 60 years old? I don't know who that is. Over? You're right. Congratulations. Ding, 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 ding. Do you know who Rumor Willis is? Bruce Willis's daughter? Yeah. Under. Well under. Hey, 34. There well you go. Well under. So there were some people in there that you knew. Not a lot, though. But, but some people. Um. So... Canadian politician swallows a bee during a live press conference and the video has now gone viral. I'm sorry, swallows what? A live bee. I don't even know how this happens. That sounds like a nightmare. Oh, Canada. Ontario premium premier Doug Ford. A premier up north is like a governor of a state here in the U.S. Okay. So just so we're all on the same page, we'll call him a governor from this point on. So a governor was given a speech. He was given like a news conference about, you know, uh, privatizing healthcare, so uh, you can just barely see the bee flying directly in his mouth. Uh, he managed to continue on with the sense of humor. No word yet if he's uh, got stung on the way down or not, but you uh-huh. can see it slow. I mean, it seems like it didn't sting him in his mouth or else that would have been tough to continue, right? That does not sound fun. No, it's not a good time had at all. Mm-mm. Anyway, don't swallow bees, kids. Nope. We'll be back in a few. It's Danny and Kate. It's the Danny and Kate show. And there's something to be said about when you think a lot, how you can be exhausted. I've said this for a long time. I may not be a a muscular, physical guy, but every now and then I can get just as tired just by thinking, by putting my thinking cap on. Turns out the scientist, those of us who we honor as being smarter than the rest of us in most cases, depending on where you live, have said, yes, that is accurate. So if you find yourself exhausted after a college exam or an episode of Jeopardy for the old schoolers out there, it's because you're tired from thinking too hard. And there is now science to back it up. Yeah, researchers out of France said that when um, a brain performs intense cognitive work, typically for a few hours or longer, that potentially toxic byproducts build up in the prefrontal cortex, and this can cause cognitive fatigue. So thinking hard is... Kind of, sort of poisoning your brain. So this buildup uh, isn't poisoning you, but it, it influences how you make decisions. So it could steer you towards low energy actions that are going to deliver rewards with no effort or waiting. So when your brain gets tired, it doesn't just use fatigue to switch us to a more gratifying activity. It, it uses it as like a signal to slow down and kind of preserve your brain function. Now, a study did not provide a hack for bypassing this mental limitation. And I don't know why. We could have used a life hack on this one. Because there isn't one. Other than the usual stuff like getting good rest and sleep and stuff. Yeah, that's that's on the list. So anyway, if you're out there and you're thinking a lot, you got your thinking cap on, you're probably pretty tired. You know, I have a couple of friends that are probably never tired. I mean, if that's the criteria. Because <laughs> they don't think much. That's the joke there, babe. Yeah, got it. They don't think much. Got it. They ain't doing no thinking over there. We'll take a little break and be back. It's Danny and Kate. It's the Danny and Kate show. It's time for another edition of Clickbait Radio. 
That's where we. Oh, I got to do the intro. It's no. clickbait radio. That, that is not the intro. That is terrible. A little clickbait. A little clickbait action. So what it is is uh, it's just the title of a story. We try to give you as much as we can, but it's not the full story. It makes you want to click in. That's what clickbait is. But we're not going to do the clicking. Not today. New research shows that simply wearing a fitness tracker encourages you to walk up to 40 minutes more a day, which can result in shedding two pounds in just a few months. But what people are doing after that has got everyone shocked. Okay. There's a video online of a bear cub that was a little intoxicated on hallucinogenic honey in Turkey. Mm. The honey wasn't in the Turkey. What? The honey wasn't in the Turkey. Turkey, the country. Oh, that is a terrible joke. That's the joke, babe. You got to no. uh, no, reverse that one. That. That's a dad joke. No. The turkey wasn't in the turkey. No, 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 no. Is the, okay. I don't think there was confusion there. I, I knew it was turkey, the country. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the bear was rescued and treated by vets. A little high off this. I want to know what type of honey this is. I think I've had this before. Hallucinogenic honey. I don't know if it was a hallucinogenic, but I've had some pretty uh, questionable honey before. Or afterwards, I felt like, am I out of my body? What is going on here? Sure? I was in college though, so I don't know. If I don't it was think ju- it was honey. I don't know if it was just the honey. I don't know if it was just the honey, but I'm just gonna point my finger at that. A cat owner in the UK got tired of his cat bringing home dead gifts, <laughs> so he created a special flap run by an artificial intelligence that stops the cat from bringing its prey inside. Uh, he has a website and it is a cool example of it. Click here to see the full story. Do you see what the link says? No. Only cat. <laughs> Only cat. I don't want the rest of it. You got to keep that click dead on thing that. out there. A uh, bank robber in Italy maybe wishing he paid a little bit more closer attention in physics class because he decided to dig a tunnel to get into the basement of a bank, but he was caught when the tunnel collapsed on him. Yeah, firefighters rescued him and took eight hours. Uh, but what they discovered when they undug him made everybody shake their head. Did it crazy finally a woman in australia took out a full page ad to bust on her ex for cheating and claims she uh bought it with her ex's credit card then a local bar responded with a sign up front apologizing on behalf of all cheating men the sign was pretty funny it said click here for the full story if she bought the ad with her ex's credit card yes. isn't she admitting to credit card credit fraud? card fraud 100 and yeah. theft Hundred percent, but maybe that's different in Australia. Maybe credit card fraud isn't frowned on. I, I maybe don't, it's encouraged. I don't think that's the case. Maybe it's encouraged under the right circumstances. I highly doubt that. <laughs> all right, they've all got different rules. I'm not here to judge their country. We'll take a little break and return. It's Danny and Kate. You're on the Danny and Kate show. So, have you ever caught your significant other in a lie? Have they ever lied to you? And I'm not talking a big lie like, "Oh, who was with my friend Carol the other." Friday. I'm talking like a lie, like just a normal just a lie, not a big lie, but something you kept from the other person for whatever reason. 1877-516-9981. I get caught in these fairly regularly. <laughs> and they're not significant lies, but they're just things and I wouldn't say I lie cuz I've never lied. I just don't bring it up. You omit. Omission is still a lie. And that's what you say. You always say that phrase. Omission is still a lie. But I argue that it's not because if you didn't ask, why would I have to tell? 
I tell you everything, and then sometimes you say that's too much information. It's always so I about, don't know what information you want. Well, see, that's the point, though. You have no problem oversharing, so then you you will purposely omit certain things. <laughs> yes. So that is a lie to me. To protect the innocent. You're, no, you're the innocent. It's in usually you going to a restaurant and not calling me to see if I also would like takeout or you stopping by somewhere and getting yourself a treat and not calling me even though you're on your way home. You notice that all of it involves food? It's always food, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm out working and I've got things to do. I no, can't it's call always, you. It's always when every you're, time I get food. It's when you're on your way home every single time and you just you choose to eat it in the car and you scarf it down before you no, come home. No, I always And then in I'll my see mind, the charge in the bank account. I'd be like, huh, that's weird. He didn't bring me home <laughs> nothing from that restaurant that I like. Why are you keep checking our bank account? Because I balance our books. You don't have to check where it's going, though. It's supposed to be a secret. I have to see the transactions to Look, balance. Can I tell you, honestly, this is the God's honest truth. I usually intend on doing something afterwards, and then I eat, and I start getting sleepy. <laughs> so then I'm like, I'm just going to go home at this point, and I'm going to take a nap. So it's not that I get food on my way home. I fully intend on doing other things, but my body says, yeah, we should probably lie down for a little bit. Oh, so I come home and I lie down in my house like a man. I lie down like a man in my house. <laughs> anyway, eight seven seven five one six nine nine eight one. Have you ever caught your partner in a lie? What do you got for us? Let's go to line number one. My wife works from home, and she told me she had to leave for an important in-person work meeting. Uh -huh. But later, I ran into her with her best friend at the mall. <laughs> I don't know why she didn't just tell me the truth. It's not like she had shopping for me before. Yeah, she's hiding something else, sir. Appreciate you calling in, but that's just not a normal lie. She's uh, she's she's hiding something from you. If you went out, if you told me you had a work event, and then I I went and saw you shopping in a grocery store or a mall, and you're like, oh, you caught me. There's something else you're trying to keep a secret. Because or, that's such a basic thing to keep keep to lie uh, about. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he gets on her about shopping or something. Maybe she just want to do something by herself. You never know. All right, we're going to take a little break and uh, be back. It's Danny and Kate.